Are you ready? It's about time that you bow to the masters. So welcome everybody, one and all, to the Educated by the Internet podcast. I think that we've lost our educatedbytheinternet.com domain, but that's all right. Um, we're still here with uh, your boy, uh, Andrew. We've got uh, Bobby, and then we got Mr. Patterson, um, all the way from California, joining us. Killer Cali, homie, Killer Cali. Special episode Cali. of Educated by the Internet. I would like to give a, a brief call out to our sponsors over at uh, Walker Threads. Uh, that's WLKRthreads.com. Go ahead and give them a little visit on your internet. Search for them, and uh, you might find some really cool uh, threads that you might want to actually wear, take to school, go to work, um, you know, take them to maybe some family gatherings. Uh, there's going to be something for you. So uh, there are sponsors. Go ahead and uh, give their site a visit, uh, share with your friends, and let's go ahead and get started. So, hey, Bobby, what's going on? How's life? I'm, uh, I'm doing good, you know. I, uh, I'm learning French, oui, and uh, I recently found out that I'm flaccid. I'm taking pills that the doctor gave me. They're all herbal from India. They're called but they don't seem to be working so well. Um, that's really about it for me, minus the uh, the chicken pox that I got. Patterson, how about you? How's your day going? Uh, everything's going so great. Um, nothing major really went on. I mean, I just fucking being lazy in my house all day until you until you called me like ten minutes ago. You were kicking it with some females like two days ago. What was up with that? Oh well. Shoot, yeah, I, I, one of these girls I, I really liked. And I was trying to, you know, get it in, but it's, it wasn't about to happen. I'll tell you that right now. Um, we went out to uh, this place called the Branding Iron out in Riverside, and uh, danced a little bit, got drunk, and she, uh, both of those girls passed out and threw up in my car. So <laughs> night was not not good. Fuck that. Did, did they you beat their ass? Okay, so he asked, did uh, you beat their ass? I asked, did they clean it up afterward? And I think beating, I think beating the ass is, is contingent on whether or not that they had cleaned it up. So if they were graceful enough to had cleaned up the, the uh, vomit off of your car, then perhaps maybe you wouldn't have to. It wasn't uh, on his car. It was in his car. And it, it reminds me of a story that uh, when you were t- talking to that one chick for that UFC fight years and years ago. She threw up in my car, and you remember I made you clean that shit up the next morning? Like, I was so fucking pissed. I said, get your ass out there and clean that shit up. And you fucking cleaned it. It got in my speakers. I'll never forget that shit. That was terrible. Do you, you still have the same car, too. That's, that's so funny. Her DNA is still in that car. Probably I got I got drunk, bitches. Throw up inside my DNA. I got some drunk, bitches. Throw up inside my DNA. <laughs> you <laughs> But P- Patterson, so how that how that end up? Because was that like far away for you? Were you close to your place? Did you have to drive back home with the smell of the vomit <laughs> lingering inside of your car? Oh well, well, look, I I live in Lancaster and she lives in Mobile, so I had to drive what, about an hour, hour and a half, two hours, to go down there. Damn, that's thirsty. Yeah, I know. Hey, man, listen, you you got to do. She what owes you. Do. She owes you. They both owe me. Oh I'm yeah, like, so we're just you- going. So did you uh, just cut them off there, or are you actually still texting and like talking about like meeting up again later? Because at that point, like it gets a little iffy. I mean, I guess <laughs> you would, but um, you, you're still in touch. 
Yeah, we're still in touch. We, I mean, we've been friends now for like three, four years. I mean, that incident wouldn't wouldn't completely cut it off. Oh, okay. So it's I not mean, like it, Tinder thing. We've all been through some. We can all agree we've all been through some terrible moments with females to the point where we just we just look past it. I remember I was nineteen one time and I was talking to this chick. I was at a house party and I was so fucking drunk. And I was just sitting on the couch and I was spinning. I was putting my head in her lap. And I hadn't slept with this woman yet, <clears throat> this particular one. I get up and I'm thinking I can make it to the bathroom. But as soon as I lift my head up, I throw up all over her lap, bro. All over her lap. And I'm sitting here and I take off my jeans and I'm standing out in the person's front lawn and my boxers just drunk as hell. Everyone's just looking at me. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she came out. And you know what she did? She drove me home. She drove me home. That was a, a very sweet moment. That was a sweet moment. So kind of like she's she's holding your your hair up, you know, out. Of, well, considering I'm bald, like girl in a bathroom kind of kind of thing. Like yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much. So that's, oh my god, I fell in love with you when I was holding your hair back when you were vomiting that night. What, Andrew? Mm-hmm. Yesterday, you were gonna go see Tracy Morgan in Brooklyn or wherever the fuck it was at. What happened? What was the chain of events that happened to where you couldn't go see him? I would love to hear it. Well, I bought the tickets a while ago, back in March or April, and um, you know I bought them on a whim. I I just pressed a button, and I kind of assumed that it was on my birthday, so I just uh, always thought like August seventeenth. That is when I'm gonna go see Tracy Morgan. But it was actually the next day, and I didn't have physical tickets. They weren't like hanging on my fridge anywhere. It was will call. So it was in my email, and I really didn't check it for a long time. And I, I just sort of assumed it was on the 17th. So I took the train down to New York. I was going, uh, well, I meant to take the train down to New York, but I got to the train station. Uh, my train was going to New York at like 4.01. It was on track five. I get to the train station. I buy the tickets. It's about 3.59, and I get to the platform. Um, I see the Super train. Super specific. Like I love how you know the times down to a T. That's amazing. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm on the platform. It's it's track five. I jump in the train because it's 3:59. It's supposed to leave at at 4:01. So I think I'm making good time. I'm like on time. I'm like happy with myself. I'm like I made it onto the train just before it's about to leave. And then I get there. It, the doors to the train close. I put my earphones in. I'm about to listen to stuff, some music, and then the train goes the opposite direction of where I'm supposed to go to. Oh, and the, shit. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then the guy, the the, the person who uh, checks your ticket out and is like, is he okay? All right, whatever. He comes in. He's like, dude, this is the you, – you, your ticket is for Grand Central. You're actually going north. I'm like, oh, what the fuck is this? How do you and, fuck that up? Being, <laughs> being a somewhat New Yorker, how do you fuck that up? You should be taking the train – pretty often how the fuck do you fuck that up i don't understand it it was they said it was track five they said it was leaving at 401 it was 359 when i jumped on the train maybe the uh, schedule was wrong i should have looked at what was going on i, I just kind of had uh horse blinders on but i got in there you were it drunk adds, no not at all it added another 30 minutes to my commute time like it wasn't so bad because it got to the place where it needed to go to, and then uh, you know it went back to the city. Um, it was that was all right. 
that whole fiasco is going to add another 30 minutes. The train is just super slow. There's like a lot of train traffic. I had no idea that there was such a thing called train traffic, but it took another additional 20 minutes for me to get back to Grand Central. I get to Grand Central. I book it over to Broadway, the street where the you comedy beelined show is it. At. You beelined it straight to the comedy show. But it's so hard in New York to actually navigate through all of the fucking people because I can walk pretty fast. I think I could walk at a pace of at least five miles per hour. I haven't really. I would. It. I would get really weird with all those people around me. Like I would just do weird things, breathe like, on you people's necks. Yourself, would you? I don't know. It just it depends on how drunk I am at the time and uh, if if people are feeling it. You said what, Patters? Do some super creeper shit. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna be some I'm I'm be some uh, be that guy. I'd be that guy. <laughs> I just don't see how you fuck that up so badly. Like that's crazy. Anyway, anyway. Well, I've already fucked it up because go ahead, it's, go ahead. The, it's the wrong day. It's actually yeah, the next day. The what was your reaction show, when the guy told to you that you fucked up? Well, it was, it was just I I got there and I was like, man. So already today on my birthday, I fucked up the train thing. I got on the wrong train. It, it I added some time to my commute. I, I just feel like the biggest idiot in the world. And then, like, I've had to explain the fact that I got on the wrong train. I'm going to be a little bit late to my girlfriend, fiance. And now I'm in line with her. I've handed the ticket. Well, is it a girlfriend or a fiance? Because there's not, fiance. you can't have both. Fiance. So, unless you have a girlfriend on the side of your fiance, is that what's going on here? No, no. But I, I just feel really embarrassed. Because Patterson has two drunk bitches in his car right now at all times. <laughs> and they're just vomiting. It's a constant stream of vomit. Just always. But I want you to pick the, the drunkest bitch in the club. Use your peripherals, nigga. Use your peripherals. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, what did you do after? What did we do after? Uh, well, I guess uh, we just went back home. We grabbed some wine. And uh, drank the wine inside of the. Uh, I thought the, you said you went to a pub or on the way back. Like that. No, that was before the show. So before the show, we went to a pub. It was like an Irish pub called the Playwright. Uh, there's a couple of them in New York. Fuck the Maywetters! Fuck yeah. the Maywetters! Oh, it, was it it, yeah. They, was it a McGregor pub? Yeah, they actually had some McGregor posters up in the uh, the bar that we were at. They, I, I guess they're going to be showing that, it, and they might as well. It's an Irish pub. Got okay, hang on. Patterson, break this shit down. Who wins this fight next weekend? Mayweather or McGregor, and why? I'd say McGregor. Only, the only reason I say that, only reason I say that, not just because I'm, I'm, I'm biased against Mayweather because I hate him as a person, and, but I honestly think because McGregor is much younger, in much better shape. And Mayweather, I know Mayweather's strategy and style is he runs around the rain, all that stuff. But I don't know. All it would take is one 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 good punch from McGregor. He's he's done some good fights, and I think he's in pretty good shape. So I think he takes it. I'm gonna go the opposite. <clears throat> I'm going with Floyd Money Mayweather. Mayweather. It's in Las Vegas. Uh, typically, when I go to Vegas, I always bet on black. Not to mention the guy is like you said. I don't know if he necessarily runs around the ring, but the guy definitely is so fucking elusive that you can't hit him. He'll stand in front of you and you can't hit him. That's not running. You, just, you don't know how to hit him. And 
for a dude that's never been in a fucking professional boxing match and he's going against arguably the best ever at that weight class, that division, there's no way in hell this guy's going to hit him. I don't care if he's 40. I don't care if he's 50. It'd be more of a chance if he's 50. But he's only 40. He's been retired for two years. He's, 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 he's set to make uh, upwards of uh, $250 million for this fight. McGregor's, McGregor's only getting $75 million, which is over 10 times over fucking what he makes in a UFC fight. He took it for a payday. He's going to get his ass knocked the fuck out. He's, he's going to get knocked out. He is not going to get knocked out. I, I don't. Maybe if McGregor was Scottish, he would have fucking uh, done better. Um, but the Irish are just sloppy. They're just nasty. They're foul fucking creatures, the Irish. Wouldn't you agree, Andrew? Wouldn't you agree the Irish are just nasty creatures? No, I wouldn't go as far to say that. That's kind of mean towards the Irish, dude. Uh, they're really friendly people. Um, and I would suggests that uh, I have no idea who, who will win because I don't watch UFC. Fuck the Mayweather's. Fuck the Mayweather's. But I love the shit that they talk to each other when they are doing this big tour around the world. And I feel like there it should be a little bit of tension there with this match given that there's so much racial tension in the country right now with what happened in Charlottesville. Virginia, like they've now. This is I feel like it's becoming bigger than it really should be. Which well, is now you're UFC going in, now you're going into uh just just the news with this whole Charlottesville shit. Maybe that's something we should discuss since it's been brought up because I know I'm seeing all these these videos of uh, minorities beating up white nationalists, but at the end of the day, when you have torches and it's nighttime when you're you're yelling profane things, you're I mean I imagine you probably get your ass whooped. But then again, it wasn't a black dude that killed that white lady. It was a white guy that ran his car into it. So I mean, I mean, they didn't kill anybody. They might have punched someone in the face, but they didn't. They, had, they didn't have an intent to kill. I know. Yeah. Patterson, your former service. How do you feel about this? Here's the thing. Um, everyone on this planet is is given the right to speak, regardless if you're American or not. Um, my my job as as because I was part of the Air Force and, and like I've never. I've never wanted to, to silence anyone. People can talk as much shit as they want to, because yeah, that's the right, you know, that was given to you, First Amendment rights and all that jazz. The thing about it is, like, once you take action against it, then then it's like, dude, I, I can't, I can't even agree with your right to say whatever shit you want to say. Now I gotta, I silence you, and then I become, I ended up becoming the enemy. You know, you see what I'm saying? Because they want to silence people. So no, that makes the, perfect sense. At the end of the day, fuck Nazis, period. But. <laughs> You know, I, I they, they have a right to say what the fuck they want to say. It's just when they start taking action is when it when it gets real. So, I just know, uh, just from being a black dude my entire life, my 29 years of life, <clears throat> be it at the workplace or out at CVS or wherever the case may be, you get, you know, prejudged already. Even if you're wearing fucking the nicest clothes, not even like I'm not talking bling bling. I'm talking like a Hurley T-shirt and some Dickies. They look at you a little different. And I imagine Mexicans are the same now that Trump is the president because I've been seeing all this viral shit going online talking about go back to Mexico, bitch, all the shit. I've been telling all my Mexican homies, they're the new blacks. And they, they, they used to laugh. And now they're like, no, dude, I see what you're talking about. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. So when you see all these white nationalists with all these people that have been prejudged their entire lives and, and you know, maybe, maybe, they, maybe they weren't or didn't notice it or whatever the case may be, but that perception is always out there. I mean, stereotypes are, are – are, 
not necessarily a real thing, but they're definitely believed in. And when you see these guys congregating with fucking torches shouting at the top of their lungs, it probably reminds you of the 1950s, <laughs> the fucking 1940s and, be, and, you know, prior to that. Not everyone is dead from the civil rights era. So you don't think they're going to raise their kids with that kind of awareness of who the fuck they should look out for? That's a, so I don't know. Coming from a white male, Andrew, what's your perspective on this? What's your take? I, I am a white male as well. So it's really difficult for me to have these conversations. But I know that you know, free speech is something that people have fought very hard for. And um, it, there's, there's no, there's, just, just no, to interject, there is, there is no free speech anymore. You can't say that. But free speech does have its consequences, and you're allowed to say what you want to say. And there's probably a reason why there wasn't, like, the cops involved or the authorities or they, they didn't have National Guard out there. I don't think that the people that were holding that rally had anybody to protect them or have their back. And that's exactly why, to Bob's point, somebody came out there and, and maybe punched them in the face for what they were saying. And because of what they were saying was not necessarily, I, I don't think any good person or righteous person would say anything of that nature or hold those viewpoints. They have a right to, 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 to say them. And you have to take the good with the bad when it comes to free speech. And yeah, people with shitty ideas and shitty thoughts are going to be able to express themselves. But how else are we going to be able to progress as a society if we're not going to have that forum? Because okay. it, it all it takes is like one step forward to get to there. I, I look at it as a certain race has had privileges throughout the beginning of time in this fucking country for the most part. As far as uh, loans back in whenever the fuck it, whatever it was, buying houses, job, uh, not having a degree, but they get the job over someone that has a degree. Or a little shit like that. They, they just have the upper upper edge just because they are what they look like. And so when shit starts to change in a, li a little bit, they get outraged. Why the fuck can't everyone have a piece of the pie? It's a good conversation, but it's, it's, I don't think it's one that is willing. Lady Gaga said something today, or was it yesterday, that really impressed me. She said, coming from uh, white people that, that aren't racist, what can we do to make things better? And that's the first time I ever heard anyone ask that question. Have you ever heard that question asked before? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think... Um... There's all sorts of like government programs that are trying to help the communities do better. I mean, the police is, I mean, there's they have a lot of bad apples, but I bet that they get a lot more uh, attention than probably the good police do. And it's just the news cycle in general is like that. They like to put a spotlight. Well, you're right. There, there is more good police than bad police. That's things. that's a fact. And some people should never wear a badge. The majority that that get in, they they hit it right on the nose. They should have got it. And do you become do you become a little bit sour? Uh, I, I imagine some of the cases where someone got shot, it's because they've seen someone and they've almost lost their lives themselves because they've been in the force for twenty plus years, or fifteen plus years. And after a while, you you start to stereotype because, I mean, it's just part of life. But it, does it make them a racist? More likely not. It just it makes them an asshole for that one incident that they had. But the twenty six other incidences that they had before that, they're right on the money, and mm -hmm. and we are guilty of it too. As far as uh, oh well, this is a hate crime when maybe it's not. The guy probably shouldn't have put his hand. I don't know. It's it's a it's a slippery slope. Uh, racism will never die. The only thing we can do is get more tolerant, I guess. 
and I think as the generations go on, we will become more tolerant. I think the millennial generation was the first one to start really like not giving a fuck. And this next, what is it, Generation X that came after us? Is that is that it? Yeah, I mean, is I think... Ge- uh, no, Generation X was before us. We're millennials. Okay, Generation let's change this, let's change this conversation. So Barcelona. I, Barcelona. Yeah. 14 dead. Over 100 people injured. And then you have, right next to it, Turku, Finland. Two dead, six wounded in a stabbing. Like, Finland? what the hell? In Finland. That was on Friday. Today, yeah. Two people are dead and six were wounded in a stabbing in the city of Turku, western Finland, police said Friday. A hunt was underway for potential uh, for the potential t- attackers, they added. One, sus- one suspected attacker was shot in the thigh, according to police, who urged citizens to leave the immediate area in the center of the city while they searched for the possible... And it was a white nationalist, wasn't it? It was pro- that was probably fucking. Uh, I, I, you know, I don't want to speculate. I don't know who it is, so I'm not. I'm not going to be what we just talked about. Okay. But I, so, would, I would. I would imagine that it was a terrorist attack, and I, because they don't. They don't control their borders as well as they should. Just like London and and fucking Germany and all the other places where they over a million refugees so far have invaded their countries, and you see all these Paris attacks and all that shit. I know. Oh yeah, dude. I. I don't know. I. I'd rather not get stabbed. Like that would be one of the worst ways to go. You're more likely to get stabbed in America, though. So what are you talking about, dude? We're the most violent country ever, bro. What the fuck? Look at our gun-related deaths compared to any other country. I guarantee we're like number one. It's got to be worth worse in Afghanistan. Come on, dude. Or no, Iraq. No, it's actually much safer. It's much safer. Yeah, here than over in, in Afghanistan. So I, I kind of agree there, but What's it's the, tough because most most of it it's it's bombings and beheadings and knife kills. It's never like someone gunned down in the street over there. You know, say or, or you never hear about it. Dude, Argentina is the worst. They have like um, guns per hundred habitat. Uh, they have for for every hundred people, ten people have guns. Over okay, there. That, that that's just they have guns. What's the murder rate? No, the the murder rate is is the highest. I, where's I, America? Uh, where's America fall on that list? Where's the U.S. fall on that list? America, let me let me look. It's not anywhere near the top. That's for damn. Get sure. the fuck out of here, dude. There's it no is, way. It really there's no is. fucking way. This is Wikipedia, man. It Wikipedia does not lie. I just said there's no fucking way, and five people just got shot oh, dead in America right now. A, that's how the, that's how violent we are. It's one of the bottom ones, actually. We're right below the United Kingdom. United Kingdom kills more people by guns than You're we high. Do. No, I'm serious. I'm looking at the fucking stats. Uruguay is better than we are. Venezuela <laughs> is better. And Zimbabwe is better than we are. Even in... Or, serious, like, no, like I, you're I, lying I gotta, to me right now. Uh, no, let me... Let me uh, no, I'm looking at it alphabetically. I'm sorry. Uh... <laughs> You fucking dumbass. Well, hey, Who hey, does hey. that? Stop, 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 stop. Stop. So Argentina, yeah, it's the top one. All right, but guess, I, I'm looking at the total. Hong Kong is the best. Japan is the best. South Korea. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use best for murders. So choose another well, word for that. No, I'm saying, I'm saying the best. We're the best at murders. We're the best at murders. America can't beat us at murders. What are you talking about? We're the I'm best, saying, number one. They have the least, dude. They have the least, dude. All right, good. Well, to be perfectly honest with you, Japan has like a gun ban, so 
it's a, slight, a lot harder for them to even do it. A place like Britain, I don't understand. Like, the police don't have weapons, so it, it, I think it would die down a lot yeah. more because it's not, it's not as easily accessible. If U.S. isn't number one, okay. they're definitely top fucking three. I guarantee you that. All right. They're not They're not top three. One, two, three, four, five, like six, ten. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. They're eleven. The first one, and all of these are Southern American countries, Honduras, Venezuela. Um, okay, you're top. But what's the population for those countries? That doesn't Swaziland. count. You got to go. You, you got to no, go. Dude, it's, it's, it's by population. It's an average per capita. So it has... Do you mean to tell me that fucking Venezuela has more pop more more people in it than America does? On average, they have more gun violence in America based on the population. I'm talking about vast amounts of people. So 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 okay, man, you're you're the wrong person to look this up. So hang on. Are you kidding, Patterson? Get my back on on this one. I'm gonna look this shit up. U.S. homicide rate 2016. That's what I'm looking up. Honduras. For every 100,000 people in Honduras, 67 die of gun violence. For every 100,000 people in the United States, 10 people die per year of gun violence. 10 people die in the U.S. per year or out of that 100,000? Every 100,000 people. So. Okay. Multiply but, that so, by, so a better stat uh, would look would be how many people die a year in America from gun from from guns. But we're comparing it to other countries. That, that's the thing. Okay, so it's I'm gonna look at America. You look, America. You look at other countries country that has. I don't understand the conflict here. Okay, but it's unfair to compare. Uh, I am gonna go fucking banana muffins. I swear to God. <laughs> America, America as a country has always held their their their. Their gun rights and their 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 guns at a, in a pretty high regard. So uh, the fact that I honestly think that if everyone in this country had like open carry, it dropped down a lot because who's gonna who's gonna try to come at a guy that they, they know who's gonna get shot at? Yeah, you're right. That 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 because of this whole there there's half a, on half the side everyone's a, there's people who are afraid of guns because you know school shootings and terrorists and all that stuff says that half of the country and then there's the other half of the country that says well, we need it to protect ourselves because if no one has it, and then the wrong people get it, and then there's no one to protect us. So the whole gun debate thing, the whole like, that's. It, I honestly think that those is because I, I. It's because people have this 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 mentality that in order to get ahead, our, our Americans create this mentality. In order to get ahead, it's all about that American dream. I gotta make it somehow in a kind of way. So that that kind of reinforces the fact that you know we gotta go out there. Do what we got to do, but most of the time it's in the wrong way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it makes it, sense. On an average day, 93 Americans are killed with guns. On average, there are nearly 12,000 gun homicides a year in the United States. That's like half of that's Detroit, man. Here's a terrible one, though 62, 62% of firearm deaths in the U.S. are suicides. Holy shit. Okay. That's a lot. Just suicide. Seven children and teens are killed with guns in the U.S. on an average day. That's sad. So here's an interesting little bit of info, too, because Hong Kong was the lowest on the list. Per 100,000 people in Hong Kong, only .03, so less than one person 
actually is assaulted by gun violence. But if you look at Hong Kong, they're number 52 on the list of just all intentional murders. So whether it's related to gun violence or not. So, what's that? I'm going to get a condom. Right here, right now. What's that? It takes two seconds to put on a condom. We'll have total peace of mind on the STD and pregnancy front. These Trojan bearskins are so thin, you're not even going to feel it. But beyond that, these were all of my things. They were so well organized. So? One of the piles even had alphabetization. Oh, that's not even a word. Put my disappointment aside for the moment to, yeah. because there's other emotions. Right. But these Trojan bearskin condoms are so sick. I just wanted to take a brief moment to remind people to use a condom. Uh, you can save lives and prevent making lives. If you don't want them. Just interrupt the point that I was trying to make. Your point is invalid, bro. I'm, I'm going to no, tell you something. Is, no, my point is. Can I say, can I, but, uh, what you need to understand is what I say is right. What you say is dead fucking wrong. And just get over it. Because I'm a fucking wizard when it comes to this shit. I'm from the streets, homie. Where are you from? I'm from the streets, too. From uh, vagina. <laughs> I think all of us are from a a vagina. It's with an F, right? A vagina? Vagina. Like a fufa? Anyways, let's 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 just change let's just change the record. So, So I've been I've been watching Fuller House on Netflix. It's a good show, man. It's wholesome family entertainment. I, I enjoy it. I think uh Jody Sweeten got kinda hot as she got older. Although she has fake boobs, it's very obvious. Funny story, I work with a guy who I convinced that Stephanie Tanner is a real person. <laughs> and <laughs> and I had Stephanie uh, call him once, and ever since then he's been asking if he can hang out with Stephanie Tanner from San Francisco. I told him that she has an Uncle Jesse and an Uncle Joey, and that her dad does Wake Up San Francisco, and that uh, you know she's in a, she has a full house, so she can't have him over. And he just does not get it. He does not get it at all. Why are you messing with the man? <laughs> he really think he really think he's trying to get in a relationship. You know, he, he's, why are you messing with the man? That's a, that's an honest, good-hearted man. <laughs> how the hell do you not know that someone is just like? How do you not get that? It's a it's a pop culture freaking. If nobody, if he never watched Full House, how would he know? You would have to see a commercial in the early '90s. It was everywhere. Olsen twins, Bob Saget. Come on. John Stamos, America's sweetheart, dude. If, if America was a chick, it would have slept with John Stamos. I'll put it that way. John makes me moist. Hey, man, you know, it is what it is. You got to do what you got to do, man. I, John I makes can't. me stay moist. John, John makes stay me stay moist. John <laughs> stay moist. John stay moist. So what's any good shows that, uh, that have been ca- coming out lately? Anyone been watching? The Defenders. How are the Defenders? What's your review on the Defenders so far, Patterson? Oh, man, like, well, I can't really give a good and honest review of it because I wasn't really paying attention. But the stuff I saw was like, this is boring. (laughs) So, like, I I don't, it's not, that's just from the first episode. Maybe because the first few episodes are slow, like they usually do with those Marvel shows, Daredevil. Wait, did did you watch any of the other Marvel shows or or are you just jumping in from nowhere? No, no, no. I I watched all four of them. I watched uh, Luke Cage, Daredevil. Um, Jessica Jones, all this stuff. I watched all of them. The Which one, one was your favorite out of those guys? Daredevil. Daredevil. Yeah. I, I, I the, like Luke Cage a lot, though, too. 
And I'm surprised that, Bob, you haven't watched Luke Cage. Cause I, pr- I probably will. Uh, Daredevil a- was just really good, though. It was just some, something completely different that we've seen out of all the superhero shit, you know? And it was just, uh, it was well-written. It was good. And it was just, uh, I mean, w- once I'm done watching, I think I'm going to catch up on Master of None. But here's something. We all saw Wonder Woman, right? Yep. Let's talk about Wonder Woman. That was probably, hands down, like the best DC film I've ever seen. Wrong. Period. Wrong. Um, what do you mean wrong? How well, can you know tell you, what he fucking feels like? I don't know if you can consider Michael Keaton's Batman a DC film. I imagine you could because it's fucking Batman. But that would be the best DC film ever made. We're talking was, about DC Cinematic Universe. Oh, oh my god. Fucking... Oh, oh Gregan. <laughs> Is that what you meant, Patterson? That's what I meant. Um, I think I think Wonder Woman was pretty good. I like the uh, my favorite yep, scene was them yep, on the boat. Yep, that, man. And I, I thought Chris Pine Chris Pine was very charming in that movie. Yeah, I think it fell in love with his eyes. Yeah, there was there was something there. No, all bullshit aside, though, he was very suave. He was very very appropriate, and he he seemed like he fit that era very well. There's a certain demeanor you have to have for that era, right? And I think he fit it pretty well. Yeah, as soon as he came up on that beach and he was like. Uh, there's fucking Nazis behind us, or not Nazis, but like World War One, uh, bad guys. I don't know what they, we call them, just Germans. And he was like, "Shit, we're fighting the good fight." I'm from America. I'm trying to help you guys. And he's like this insane, like person. You've never, if you're in Wonder Woman's shoes, you've never seen anybody like him. And he's able to convey this like just good heartedness, this goodness that you're able to understand how Wonder Woman is like okay, I, I can be on this guy's side, and I can trust him. And to be able to convey that through his acting was definitely a feat that... Which I don't think she initially trusted do. him. I, I think you're wrong in that. I think you're close, though. She started looking at him, and it shows it in the movie with the, just the visual. When he picks up, you know, he starts bashing that dude's fucking face in and picks up his gun and starts shooting the Germans as opposed to her people... So she realized that maybe he isn't there to hurt him. But it, did, it had nothing to do with his acting. It had everything to do with, to his actions. So that's that's where it's a little different. But that was a good scene. Uh, her aunt was kind of hot to me. Although she was like 50. I don't know why. And had biceps bigger than yours? Yes, he did. Yeah, but you know what? I'm cool with a strong woman, bro. I'm very confident in my masculinity. So that's fine. You know, yeah. Those deep, dark secrets, man. You know, Sometimes people just want to indulge themselves. <laughs> <laughs> how fucking dare you how dare you sir how dare so I? best parts best parts of the movie going around in the circle go ahead p when she stepped out from the trenches when they were trying to when they were trying to keep her down and shit and they and she stepped out from the trenches and like took out the 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 germans the whole that, the, whole that whole from the oh, beginning to end that that shit was dope dude. yeah it was it yeah that was a uh, and she looked good doing it which made it even better uh, I actually, you mentioned this already, so this might be your favorite part of the movie, Bob. But when they were in the boat together, I thought that that was pretty cool. But also her like running around London, and that little secretary lady, the uh, short one, who was kind of doting around on the two of them as they were trying to find like a, a nice little uh, dress for her to wear, and she was like uncomfortable with it. But I also like that scene where. Uh, she knew that the guy was the bad, bad guy, 
or Aries when she was in that little ballroom and they were dancing. Like there was a lot of there, there was a big tense moment there that I, I really enjoyed kind of seeing because you you didn't really know whether she was right about her assumption that this guy was Aries and because we well, all Chief, assumed that Chief it was- did and so did uh, what was his name Charlie the crazy Scottish guy yeah they kind of they kind of they kind of just pre- pre- after they saw like the abilities that she had they kind of figured well there's something weird to that so maybe she is right about all this crap and then at the end you kind of thought oh she was wrong but it turned out she was dead fucking right you know yeah so what about your favorite scene the ice cream what better way to fucking like show someone who's just been on an island their entire fucking life and then the first time they try ice cream she's like oh my god you should be so proud of yourself like that guy never got that compliment before everyone's just used to fucking ice cream and she just thought it was the best thing in the world like it's completely foreign to her you know that was a i thought that was pretty a, a nice scene i actually saw that in one of the animated series for Justice League, actually, when I was a kid, they did the same exact scene. She ate ice cream, and she's like, oh, my God, it's so amazing. So it just brought a flashback to childhood for me on that. But yeah, I'm, I'm, it made me excited for Justice League. And maybe that's where we should transition, transition into next. What to expect from Justice League? What do you expect? I got, I got high hopes for it, but typically, like, I think that Wonder Woman film was probably they're going to be their best work. Justice League is probably going to let you down. I think Flash could beat Wonder Woman when they make a Flash movie. No. Well, they're actually, I, I've heard a lot of really interesting things about what's going to happen with the Flash movie. So the Flash movie is actually going to be called, like, it, it's going to delve into one of those comic books where Wonder Woman is a bad guy. All of the event, uh, Justice League members are fighting. It's going to be their civil war. And Flash is going to be like the person who has to get them all back together. But Justice League, uh, they have gone through some really horrible shit filming the Justice League. Zack Snyder quit filming Justice League because her do- his daughter committed suicide. It's like very tragic. Did you guys hear about that? That's uh, how you know it's going to be good. Usually something tragic happens on, a, on the set of great movies. I don't know. That's pretty fucking. Uh, just, I really they don't both hope. Ways. Yeah. Well, someone died on Deadpool too, didn't they? It's, um, some lady, some some stunt lady crashed well, her Deadpool motorcycle. Deadpool two, but uh, not Deadpool one, and that was a good movie. Well, it just said Deadpool, and yeah. you knew what I meant. So, just gonna throw that out there. It's it's really sad, but Joss Whedon. You know, remember Joss Whedon who directed the Avengers. And Age of Ultron, he's actually stepping in to do the directing for the Justice League uh, movie. And he's also written a lot for the movie as well. And it's getting really weird because the Directors Guild doesn't allow two directors. They're not going to credit two directors. So either Zack Snyder is going to get the directing credit or Joss Whedon will. And it's sounding more and more like Joss Whedon is directing more than 50% of this Justice League movie. Because Zack Snyder had to step out so soon. And Warner Brothers really hated the first cut of Justice League. And they asked them to like reshoot a lot of it. But Warner Brothers is is starting to have this trend of doing this like uh, thing where they watch the first cut of the movie. They don't like it. And 
they ask them to redo it or they re-edit it and it doesn't was come Suicide out. Was Suicide Squad Warner, Warner Brothers? Yeah, it's DC Marvel. Yeah, it, or DC. Oh no, that's not good news, my friend. Yeah, but is Mar is Margot is Robbie going to be Woman in Justice League hope, or? No, no, I don't think so. Not this one. Be nice. Would have sold some seats. No, that. But I'm, a I'm actually really hopeful. You know, Matt Reeves is the director of the planet of the apes trilogy or he did the last two war for the planet of the apes and Dawn that's the most the racist movie ever bro uh, no <laughs> wonder you, no wonder you like that shit it's a really good movie regardless of whether it's racist or not which i don't think is racist it does have woody harrelson in it but woody uh, harrelson's a shit yeah he's really good i think that matt reeves i feel like dancing set, dancing dancing he's gonna direct the new batman movie so I'm so fucking excited for him to be directing that movie because he's Woody so Harrelson is no uh, Matt Reeves who directed War for the Planet of the Apes in the uh, in the second one too. And Matt he's, Reeves he's sounds amazing. like a porn star name. <laughs> Kinda, yeah. I mean, I or it just sounds like the son of Christopher. Reeves. On the next episode of There She Blows, Matt Reeves is on deck, or is he? And the deck is spelled with an I. It'd be dick. <laughs> Dude, I got a question for you guys right now. And if anyone could answer, that'd be amazing. What the fuck is uh, Eric Matthews from Boy Meets World doing these days? Uh, voice acting? I don't know. I don't know. That's fine. Let's not forget some of the great films he was in for Disney Channel premieres, like uh, My Date with a President's Daughter. That was an amazing movie. I actually enjoyed that film. I'm looking him up on uh, the internet. The theme music was, My date with the president's daughter. My date with the president's daughter. Oh, yeah. My date with her. That's how it went. That's all I yeah, remember. He, he was on Boy Meets World, too, right? Yeah. He's doing yeah, voice acting. He's doing voice acting now? No, he was. He used to be in Kim Possible, Batman Beyond, Bat and the movie. But he hasn't he did done He did Batman thing. Beyond? Yeah. Fuck out of here. He was Terry McGinnis. Which is crazy. I was like, what? Really? <laughs> okay. I just love the I love the part. and Because Boy Meets World was just a show that I watched my entire life. I used to love it when he'd be like, Fine. That was the best part of that fucking show. He made the show. He was better than Corey. Well, Freddie, let me click that shit. Well, Fred, Fred, Fred. All right, guys. I got to get going. Why don't you do the honors of wrapping it up? So this has been another episode of Educated by the Internet. I repeat one more time. This has been another special episode of Educated by the Internet. We hoped you enjoyed listening to us as much as we enjoyed talking for you. Special guest today was Patterson. Patterson? What's up? Patterson? Patterson? Yeah. And we hope you guys have a blessed day and a promise tomorrow. Peace and blessings. Andrew? Have a good night, guys. Enjoy your weekend or whatever uh, other day that comes up when this uh, podcast actually goes up on the... Uh, Peace in the Middle East!